you know, I I asked this guy from uh, Credit Suisse when I was working in Treasury, a small part of a team of people that issues billions billions of dollars of uh, debt bonds that the market buys to raise money for the province for capital spending or deficits. Anyway, I asked him, I said, who came up with this idea of the 2% inflation target? You know, because that affects interest rates. And he kind of smiled and I'm like, I think he knew how smart of a question that was because at a certain point, the central bankers got together and said, you know, this is what we're going to do, 2% inflation. Why? There's a couple reasons why, okay? And, and some will say, well, you can inflate away your debt. Well, not really, right? Because, you know, the the, 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 the real rate or the nominal rate, I'm not smart enough to remember which is which, but, it, but it'll, it'll factor in that 2% inflation target, right? Like, But what really happens socially is it puts on a dog and pony show for the unions and all the union membership where they're like fighting and fighting and then they settle for... 5.8% over 3 years Right? Or like 6.2% over 3 years And it was a big strike And then they got the bonus pay to come back to work And it kind of negated the fact that they weren't paid for 2 weeks But it's all dog and pony show Makes everybody feel like they're making some gains against the man or something But you know who really loses And this is important The guy who gets fucked is like the small business owner you know, the, 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 the independent electrician, the independent plumber. You get fucked. Because unless you can pass on that 2% increase every year, then you're losing every year, right? Like, over the course of 30 or 40 years, like, you can really, really lose. They don't tell you this. You know, there's just this concept of inflation out there broadly. But, like, day to day, you're having to manage businesses and contracts and bids and all that shit. And everyone in the union says, well, I don't care. I'm in the union. Yeah, but you should fucking care. Because that's your neighbor. Right? That guy's your neighbor. Why don't you care about that fucking guy? Why don't you care there's a bullshit target of growth? Think about that. You got a billion people out there caring about climate change. Well, your 2% target is effectively growth. Why isn't it zero? Make it fucking zero. Make it minus two. Oh, my God. Assets and values might go down Then nobody would buy shit Great, right? From an environmental perspective, great The price tomorrow is going to be less than the price today So I won't buy shit today Great Isn't it interesting though? Like you've got the globalists, you've got the politicians They don't even understand this basic stuff You'll, You'll have entire countries like Japan They couldn't care less about their human beings All they had to do, though, was prop up the banks from the 1980s and just lost an entire generation from, like, 1980 to 2020. Totally lost generation. Asset values to the roof, everybody living in, you know, some little closet in the city. Total implosion, no no children being born. Like, just total clusterfuck of society. Because your central banks had to prop up the banks. Why? Why? Let them fail. Oh, my God. Well, then... As a country, figure out the minimum standard of transactional whatever and provide that by your government, your public service, 
and then let the banks do whatever they do. But this idea, you know, you, you sort of privatize the gains and you socialize the losses, right? It's, in, it's, it's throughout our whole system. It's throughout our whole system. But I can't tell if we keep electing people who are just stupid or they're smart and they're keeping their mouths shut because they know the banks put them in there, right? Like like Trudeau knows how this stuff works. He's the current prime minister of Canada. He knows how this shit works, man, and the banks are his buddies. He knows former bureaucrats are running half the banks in Canada. Like, he knows everybody's in everybody's bedroom, okay, in Toronto. Same as New York. Look, the guy knows where his bread is buttered, right? Private school kid, Point Grey, big time, big money in the Liberal Party. He knows where his his bread is buttered. He's not going to fight against that. Sorry for you, finance minister. You know, I know you wrote a book about saving the common man, but the leader don't care, okay? Leader don't care. He could make education free in three minutes. Easiest thing in the world to do. He don't care. Even though he's a teacher. He didn't really go in there for education. He went in there to be able to stand up and pontificate in front of people with his hair. Not against the Liberal Party. <clears throat> Not against that individual. It's a hard job. You know, he's got to stand up there over and over day to day. But, like, I'm trying to think of what he personally brought to the job. And I'm, I'm I don't know what that was. I don't know. And then you got the new Democratic Party where it appears that racism or traumaism is like the number one thing. That's it. That's all they got. You know, the idea that a guy like me would be new Democrat, straight white guy, it's like a non-starter. Do you know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's like you're going to run for it, but like nobody wants you to because they've convinced everybody on the so-called left wing, which nobody even knows what that is except for me anymore. Man. If you're white, you're done. Well, wait, you know. What about we're all in it for everyone? That's what I don't see in Canada now. We're all in it for everyone. Like The number of people who have hurt me, like it's like infinite. You know, like I go to yoga... I hang my clothes up in the change room. I go into yoga class. I come back and somebody's somebody's gone into the shower, put my shirt on to make it wet on the inside. So when I put the shirt on, is this fucking disgusting or what? Somebody has worn my clothes. I go home to my house. Somebody has take put on my jacket, taken outside and smoked in it. Violating me constantly. Having to prove to me they're the big man on campus. You know, and ultimately this stalker will probably kill me, right? Because... I did some research on stalking and they literally they kind of want to possess your body. They're such a fucking retard, right? How disgusting is that? Disgusting.
know, I've learned a shit ton. I gotta say this again because I've said it before and I don't know who has my audio podcast that I've tried to pump around. If, if you're in any kind of a, a uniform and you're, you're feeling the impacts of trauma or, or stress over many, many years, do not under any circumstances say that to somebody from your quote-unquote human resources department. A, they don't understand it. B, they're not part of what you do. C, they don't give a fuck. D, they're not going to help you, okay? E, they're only going to hurt you. They are only going to fucking hurt you. I'm fighting for the firefighters, the cops, the soldiers, okay? I'm fighting for anybody who you might even have a hope of, like, uh, reconnecting and bonding with your team. Ask yourself this question, okay? Did you ever like the job? Were you really into it at one point? That's really important because if the answer is yes, then, then yeah, this trauma has sort of, um, it has disconnected you from the feeling of, of team and bonding at work and you have to rebond and maybe you have to take some mushrooms with the guys and the women and, and when you go fishing at a lake and you do some mushrooms around a campfire, maybe you have to get together and whatever exercise they try and do around critical incident stress. But I'm telling you right fucking now, if that stuff type of thing doesn't work, don't tell anybody. You make a three to five year plan with your wife or your husband. One day you go into work, like a year later, you've done all the prerequisites for courses to go back to school. You're going to move to a different city. You got to trust me. You got to move out of the current fucking city. You got to start again. You go into work one day, you say, man, I'm just, I'm trying something new. I, I'm really excited about to do this thing. And, and you have to be, that has to be true to you. You have to think about who you were before you settled into this career path. There were other things you were thinking about, and and one or two of them was awesome. And you know it's awesome in your heart. You know that it would be good a good thing. And then you go and you do that. But it's a five year fucking plan. You have to trust me on this. If you tell anyone, they will try and stop you. They will fuck it up. Okay. They don't understand. I'm not telling you to bail right away. Like you should try. You should try and reconnect. You should. And I would encourage you, mushrooms are fucking awesome. For if you can have a good time with the guys on mushrooms in a safe place in nature, that will possibly, you know, rewire some neural pathways. Okay? You got to trust me on this. And I don't, I don't give a fuck. You, if someone wants to charge me for trying to help people, fuck you, bitch. You know, pot's legal now in Canada. Nobody even fucking cares. There's no more wars about marijuana anymore in Canada. Nobody cares. You go to the shop, you buy it, nobody cares. In fact, it's like 100 times better for you. I'm not saying on a daily basis, but if you were going to do it on the weekend, it's probably better for you than alcohol 10 times out of 10. All right? I'm not trying to argue for your drug problem, your illicit drug problem. I'm not out there trying to find, you know, cocaine. I've never thought of it. I've never tried to buy it. I don't use it. I don't do it. I'm not trying to do it. You know, I'm just, I'm an adult. I like to experience things that are, you know, I I believe are harmless. They don't hurt anybody. But I know more about PTSD than any fucking human on this planet. I'll tell you right now. Because I experienced it alone. I experienced it without a uniform. I experienced it in hospitals. I experienced it trapped 
Watching my sister die, I experienced it. Trapped in the fucking Ministry of Finance, I couldn't get out. If you experience it, I assure you, you are a very loyal person. Somebody might not tell you that. I know you are. But maybe you need a change in your life and you have to decide that for you. If you're alone, really alone, it's going to be very, very hard. I had a shot at it with my wife and a bunch of fucking cunts from a retard army completely fucking murdered us in the Comox Valley. Fucking horrible people. Absolutely fucking horrible. It's shocking to me that someone's a murderer out there. Someone's a fucking murderer. Like, they they murdered my daughter. They fucking murdered Canadian democracy, right? That's shocking to me. Nobody cares. <laughs>